Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. SG Extra, only on Money FM 89.3. You're listening to Primetime on Money FM 89.3. And now it's time for Tech Talk, where we get you up to speed on all the latest tech trends. And today, our chat apps are in focus. Well, that's because all of us in one or, are in one or more or all chat apps. In fact, I raise mm-hmm. my hands on that uh, these days. And these apps serve as a lifeline for many of us during the pandemic as a means to stay connected with everyone within the same country, the same city, or even overseas, everyone in our lives. But that said, several outages of WhatsApp and Messenger chat apps over the past year have left us asking, how reliable are they and are they really secure? Well, Chris Connell, the Managing Director at Kaspersky Asia Pacific, is joining us now to talk about what we can chat about on our phones. Hello, Chris, how are you? Hello, Tiffy. I'm very well, thank you. Good to hear from you. Chris, let's talk about the security of our chat apps. Are they really that secure? Yes, they are. I mean, listen, no chat app is 100% secure, mm. okay? It's, it's, it, it's, it's, um, but every chat app is, is encrypted, you know, which is basically means if they're end-to-end encrypted, it means that basically the recipient receives the special key, which will then unlock and, and then read the encryption. So basically... In layman's terms, they're scrambling messages that are being sent and only the intended recipient will be able to unscramble that. So from that point of view, from a personal chat perspective, mm-hmm. yes, 100% they're fine to use, you know. I use them constantly, especially the fact that my family are all overseas. But what I will say to people is be careful about what it is that you send down their WhatsApp chat groups or whatever they may be, because ultimately... Sending confidential information and stuff like that is probably not re- well, is not recommended to be done on these, uh, these kind of applications. Why do you say that, Chris? I mean, how much does end-to-end encryption actually protect us? It, it protects you very well. Like I say, I mean, it, it's typically it's all there, but there is, all, there is always, you know, like I said, nothing is 100% safe, okay, especially in the world we live in today. So, so and there's, all, there's always ways that people can get in there. So it, there's no harm in using them. It's just about what you send down there. So what we send out there that can have, can contain critical information, perhaps our documents, our passports, our identity cards, and things like that, mm-hmm. even credit card information, are what we should not be sending. Is that what you're trying to say? 100%. Anything that's confidential, like I say, even, even the most secret and protected chats. It's not just necessarily always, though, about the, the, the chat groups, you know, the chat apps, sorry, apologies. Mm-hmm. It's, um, it's what's around you as well at the same time, you know. You've got people around you that might photographer, might take a photograph of what's on your phone. Right. You, might actually, you might accidentally leave your phone unlocked. We, I'm sure many people have done that, you know. So it's not just about the actual service that you're using. It's about being aware of what's around you at the same time. So, so definitely, tell- yeah, yeah. Chris, I'll tell you something that I do and tell me if I'm doing something right. If I am sending my, let's just say my passport uh, number to somebody, I would send it in one chat app. I'll send the expiry date or the full name in another. Mm-hmm. Does that work? I'm just, you know. So you're messaging people on Telegram, WhatsApp on, yeah, and everything else? On different apps. Okay. <laughs> the puzzle together. Um, my recommendation, if I'm honest with you, Timothy, is no. I wouldn't recommend doing that. Okay, it's not. It's not about people always about getting into the actual um, the, the chat. 
You know, like I said already, you know, you might sit there one day and accidentally leave your phone unlocked, you know, or and somebody might accidentally well, then go into your, your phone and, and take them details. Now, my recommendation would be that if you're going to share that information, then you either do it face to face uh, or in another form. But I wouldn't recommend doing it down um, a social chat group. So another form as in over the phone if you can't catch someone face to face. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, over the phone or face-to-face, but most nine times out of ten, I wouldn't actually share it unless I was face-to-face with somebody. So, Chris, how much information can these messaging services get from us then when you're saying what we should and shouldn't share on chats? But that's a good comment around things like terms and conditions because one of the things we do recommend to people, you know, is always where you can do, pay attention to, you know, the disclaimers and pay, pay attention to the policies that are there. Now, with regards to information sharing, it, it isn't a trend. I mean, it isn't something that actually is done on a regular basis, even though sometimes, as, as a, let's call it a consumer, we may, um, we may think that, for example, that people are listening in to mm-hmm. sort of things we're doing or watching the things. As an example, I'll give you an example. Um, I've been there before. I've been sitting in a room with friends or with my wife talking about, I don't know, Hoovers, Dyson Hoovers or something like that. Then all of a sudden... I'm sure you guys have noticed it through intelligent marketing and stuff. You'll go onto your phone and start searching for things. And funnily enough, there'll be marketing activity that's on there through from Dyson, for argument's sake, a Hoover company. And you're thinking, wow, is somebody listening in to my phone right there, right now? Um, and that's not the case. Um, that's not the case. Basically, they're, they're taking trainers from people that were within your network and on the same connections as you. And if somebody else has kind of searched for something or whatever, then they just automatically will start sharing that information to you as a, as a marketing campaign, so to speak. Hmm, this happens very often that, yes, it does make me believe that they are reading or catching phrases uh, from our uh, chats, but okay, it's good to know that they're not doing so, Chris. Chris Connell is the managing director of Kaspersky in Asia Pacific, and we're talking about our chat app and how secure they are and what we should not be sharing on them. Um, Chris, I just want a comment from you about uh, what happened very recently, and it happened twice already this year, I believe, uh, when WhatsApp and Facebook mm. Messenger were offline for a while. Is this something that we should be worried about? in terms of who is getting access to what we, are, what we have up there when we don't no, have access to them? No, totally not, totally not. Now, uh, it's funny you should say that, actually, because I recently returned back to Singapore and I wasn't um, privy to the, the downtime that happened, the one that happened most recently. I was stuck on a plane in the air somewhere, so I didn't, I didn't, I didn't start panicking because all of a sudden all my services didn't work. But listen, it goes, back to, it goes back to one of the points I made earlier on when I was saying about people being aware Okay, which is pretty much, you know, it comes down to human, human error, so to speak. And now that, that actual issue and then issues that happened in the past pretty much comes down to like a coding error, you know, where somebody has pretty much just unfortunately coded the wrong thing, which has then caused the downtime. And obviously from off the back of that, then obviously companies like WhatsApp and Facebook make sure that they, they repair that as soon as they possibly can to move forward. So in answer to your question in short, it isn't actually about anything that you guys should be, anybody should be scared of or, or worried about. It, it, sometimes, unfortunately, things do come down to simple things like human error. So, Chris, very quickly, give us your top tip on what users can do to secure themselves and ensure privacy when using apps. There's a few things. There's a few things that um, users should do, pretty much. It's like don't download messages and other programs from third-party sources. 
Uh, if possible, like I said earlier, equate yourself with the user agreements. Don't follow suspicious links from messages. Use security solutions where you possibly can for you, your families and friends to, to, to protect your mobile devices. Mm -hmm. And pay attention to the permissions that, you know, when it comes to asking you to download applications and such. Mm -hmm. I mean, for, for example, the flashlight app on a phone clearly doesn't need access to the microphone. Right, so when something starts asking you to download this app and it needs access to your microphone or your contacts, then just think about it. Why would that app actually need access to that specific part of my? They want to know what you know? Hoover you want to buy for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. So yeah, so again, it's just you know, be sensible, be aware of what's around you, make sure you read the things that are being put onto your phones when asking for permissions and such, and make sure you're protected with a, with a security solution in order to protect that device where it then starts protecting things like passwords and through things like password managers. Okay. Well, Chris, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today and for sharing all those insights and tips. You're very welcome. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you. We've been speaking with Chris Connell, Managing Director at Kaspersky Asia Pacific. You're listening to Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.